to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, topics, stipulations, first down, plate it. Presenting topics for kind, easy to time, braid it. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. One week ago, we were talking the NFL draft, and that was what the sports world has been talking about since, because it seems like... Well, we're at the point right now that it is May 1st, and we're still... Seems like there's no hope, it seems like, for sports fans. But we're going to also be joined with the Joseph Aguirre to talk about one of those sports professional leagues, and that's baseball. What is going to go on with baseball? It's been so up and down. They've had a million changes of what they want to do, but they can't seem to come to a conclusion. So we'll be joined with the Joseph Aguirre in a little while to talk some MLB baseball. Not Yankees, but we'll be talking baseball as a whole. But like I said, a week ago was the NFL draft. And one of the main storylines of round one was the Green Bay Packers. And they decided to shocked the NFL world by taking a quarterback at the number 26. Yes, they traded up four slots to move up and take Jordan Love, quarterback from Utah State. And it's been the the controversy. And that's what we're, we're going to discuss today. Aaron Rodgers, it's been discussed what is going to happen with his future now, how he's going to take it, how he's taken this news since the week ago. And it came out this week that Brett Favre was the newest member to cause a little shockwaves throughout the NFL and saying that Aaron Rodgers maybe could pull a Brett Favre. And not exactly when the sense of retiring, coming back, retiring, but maybe not becoming a Green Bay Packer for life. We thought maybe a couple years ago that he would be, maybe. But now, all of a sudden, that narrative has changed drastically. Well, that, that is the narrative in the NFL in general we've noticed lately. You're All the big-name quarterbacks. Well, I mean, I mean and, and I know we talk about quarterbacks, but even the running backs. I mean, guys, two years ago, we talked about Gurley, and we talked about other running backs early in the season when we're, when uh, free agency and all yeah. that stuff was transpiring. Yes. And we saw, like, you know, two years ago and a year ago, we thought Gurley was the best player in the league. How would you ever trade a guy? I mean, Khalil Mack, right? You draft a guy from Oakland. And he he's supposed to be that next great thing. A lot of people thought he had some uh, close similarity um, attributes to Lawrence Taylor, you know, or Derek Thomas, mm-hmm. and they trade a guy. And that's what it really got. Oh, Beckham Jr. and other big a big name, yes. just big names that you're just I'm trying to. Well, add I think to your and point. I think when you look at the Green Bay Packers, so you got to look at the Green Bay Packers as a whole, and you got to realize that they're a small market team. Yeah. They're run by now they have ownership, but yeah. the fans also have a a call on that. And, you know, I always felt that Aaron Rodgers was bigger than Green Bay. Um, bigger, Did we ever the, feel that the, about the, with the Brett Favre, Favre too? No, I, because Brett Favre... They, I don't know, that personality, Brett Favre's... Later uh, on, but when you think about that's it, what we're from at Southern with, Mississippi... But, but that's he was, what we Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers, though, seems bigger, almost L.A.-type style. You know, his his moxie, the way he kind of personified... I was watching the game last night, uh, a little bit of the... Oh, the NFC Championship the, game the one against Seattle. Seattle. One of the epic collapses And you watch, he almost walks around with a kind of like chest out like I'm better than everyone you know when he walks up to the line he kind of smiles at the guy and it I, comes off as cocky but to him it's confidence but there's a lot of times where he thinks his talent is so good and you know he misses throws that he you know that mm-hmm. other guys make because he's so nonchalant because he thinks talent is going to get him through yeah. with this being said when we saw that oops sorry 
when, we, when we talked about this and the, uh, the, the draft started, we said they traded up. So we're trading up. I'm like, all right, maybe they're going to go get a receiver. And then when they took Jordan Love, it was just suspicious of why you would trade up because you had re- you went back on it Friday, the day after the first round draft, and you said, okay, Baltimore's up. They weren't taking a quarterback. You know, Tennessee yeah, wasn't. It, it, the it, teams just, ahead of them were not taking a quarterback. So what was the rush to take Jordan Love when – when here's the thing, you gave up value of picks where you could have took receivers in the other rounds, which you never did. And that's what kills this whole thing. It wasn't that you took Jordan Love in the first round, but that you didn't even take a receiver in the second round when there was an opportunity. They didn't take a receiver in the entire draft. There was 36 receivers taken, and the Green Bay Packers did not take one single receiver and maybe the deepest receiver class in NFL draft history. And that's why it gets so intriguing. When we were just talking about this show, like we've seen a lot of big names recently move on. Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers. We've seen Joe Montana go to another team. We've seen Peyton Manning as well go to another team. And then you see guys like Eli Manning and Big Ben. The reason why it's different from the Giants, the Giants should have moved on from Eli four or five years ago. They never did. They thought they could well, still win. I don't know, four it's or five years. Well, listen, just hear Two me. or three I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speculating the years, okay? But we get the picture. Four or five, they were in the playoffs. Five years we now. get the picture of that is what Eli was, and the Giants did not. See, where Green Bay and New England were different. And the reason why, it's very simple. Because they are at the top of the NFL echelon and tiers. Their NFL is, is break it, broken up into tiers, like every other profession. Green, Bay, the, Green Bay, the, Bay is a personified playoff team every year. You have the great teams. You have, well, the Super Bowl teams, you have the playoff teams, you have the average teams, and then you have the teams that just are god-awful. The Giants were in that list of god-awful the past couple years, but they felt that, let's go get a running back. Let's give Odell a big contract. Let's get all these nice pieces around Eli because they thought, hey, we get him the right pieces, we're going to win a championship. They were far from the truth. That's where Gettleman was wrong, and he finally admitted to his mistakes. It's just it's but, just funny because we've talked about this off, off, off air. You know, you look at like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and where they're at, yeah. and you look—they are—they are a small market team, but they're not worried they're going about. All in. They're not worried they're about going the next all in. one. They're knowing. Listen, we got to go all in the next two years. We are going to get every piece we can possibly get to make Tom Brady and this Buccaneers team a Super Bowl team, and that—and that's really what it is. See, the Packers. I don't know if you watched Colin today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you saw there was an um, a report out that an AFC executive said that it was Green Bay saying that we are in charge. It's, you're not running the show, Aaron Rodgers. We are running the that's show. That's understandable. And he had, related, that's it to, how, he had but, related it to being a parent. He said, anybody who's a parent, he said, you have kids. And as they get older, they start to challenge you as a parent. And when do you as a parent start to step in and say, all right, I'm still the parent. I'm the boss. What? You're not the boss. And I think now before, and the Green Bay Packers are saying, Aaron Rodgers, we know you're great. You are maybe the best Green Bay quarterback ever. And that's saying a lot, considering the two other quarterbacks that have been in that franchise. But once in a while, I mean, listen, Tampa Bay's not doing that. But New England did that. Bill Belichick wanted to move on from Tom Brady and did not. He wanted to go to Jimmy G. And now now they're in the position where they're looking at Jared Stidham as a quarterback and not Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree with what you're saying because no player is ever bigger than uh, an entire franchise. But... All I'm trying to say about this, and I've been pretty adamant since the day it happened, since last week when we first brought this up, is 
Don't you want to surround... Look, Aaron Rodgers is not bigger than Green Bay Packers. We get that. But don't you want to surround your quarterback that you've had since 2005 or since 2007 that you start or 8 that you started him? Don't you want to surround him when he is at the almost the end of his tenure and he's at the point where this team is still in contention to compete for a championship? Don't you want to surround him with those pieces instead of bringing in that controversy again because you already have dealt with this? Back then, in 2007 or 2005, when this all broke yeah. it up, after the NFC Championship game against the New York Giants, this is when all the controversy came because you drafted Aaron Rodgers in 2005, well, yeah, and he didn't But the play. Rodgers, this Brett Favre, Rodgers is older now than Favre was when he was drafted. Which was Favre was 35. But here's that the thing, that's a little bit different. I know a lot of people are really in that, but here's the thing. Brett Favre kept playing the game with Green Bay about retirement. And when you're a guy that's talking about retirement, it's... You you can't be like all right. I, Rogers has I, never hasn't has never talked. talked about it yet. He had mentioned a little bit last year. He did, but he hasn't really. It hasn't. He said a that he didn't want to play to 41, 42, 43. Okay. So that means you got three years, say, with Aaron Rodgers at a high level. Why not give him every every asset you possibly can as a team to be? Because I said, well, what about Russell Wilson? And I, you said, well, Ted, look what they've done. They they had Will Disley. They 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 drafted they Greg D- Olson. They get DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. They had Chris Doug Carson. Hey, they drafted Chris a running back in the first round. They, Rashad they, they, Penny. They, Penny. They put pieces around him yes. to, to yes. solidify him to make better. Yes. Mahomes. They put in talent. Now, yes. what have we done? We've knocked the Texans this year with Deshaun Watson. No, there's with, a team that you could compare this to. It's it's the New England Patriots. It's very simple. The New England no, Patriots. No, no, because they've never surrounded Brady. That's my point. No, no, they, that's my you point. can't surround. That's my point. Th- no, no. The so, Packers haven't surrounded him. Okay, Devontae Adams, congratulations. And they went to go get Jimmy Graham, who was a shell of himself. I mean, he used well, to I be think a, a great tight end. the stat that I posted on the Keys of the City group which one so, first round tight end and it was a tight end Mercedes Lewis from UCLA who was in 2008 he got drafted so just think about no no he, yeah, he was drafted but he was tra- uh, brought over so just think in about a free that. agency after a career yeah. in the Jaguars brought yeah. so only one touchdown pass for any first round pick in yeah. his and that's incredible yeah I mean but look how they handled and I, I want to compare this with the Brady thing because we always seem to compare Rodgers and Brady because these are the two of the best in our generation during this time and you see how the Patriots have handled the Brady situation. They never helped him out. Well, he finally said, I'm sick of this crap. And he decided to move on and went down south. Because, look, Tampa Bay, they got a lot of big play weapons. They've added weapons they in the draft. They've had weapons, They've too. had more. They've added more. They just didn't have the right quarterback. So they go get Brady. Now you look at the Packers. It's the same situation happening all over again. All we've ever talked about with Rodgers is, can he get some weapons? I know he's blown some opportunities to get the Super Bowls, but he never has had the quality weapons other than Devontae Adams and even an Aaron Jones now, finally. He's never had the well, quality weapons. No, no, weapon. well, no, well, no, 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 no. Brady had Edelman. Stop, Bra- Stop talking for two seconds. That's, he what, did that's have, what I get. He, this is what I get. I get the, he, he, I get the disrespect. He, he did have guys, but they were in first-round talent, and they were guys from Brett He did have Greg Jennings, and he did have Jordy Nelson. Yeah, and, and Jordy he won a, a, won a Super Bowl with those guys. Tell me since then, he is, what has he had? 
Tell me. No, just Devontae Adams. No, I know. Thank you. They, that's did, my draft, point. they did draft Jordy Nelson, but he wasn't a first-round guy. No, no, that's and, my he, point, Ted. Ever since those guys that it, were for when the— When he had those guys, he was excellent. That's my point. Uh, oh, I'm I know. trying to make— No, I know that. Okay. But I, I, no, I'm just saying, it, they had talent on the team. You were, I felt like you were saying that he's never had talent. No, 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 no. He no, had no, receivers. No, no, no. Yes, he did. He had receivers. Jermichael yes. Finley yeah. was a really good— Yes. Eddie Lacy. Yes. Uh, before he got fat, he was a good yeah. running back. Yeah. Okay? He was third on that team if you watched the game last night in receptions. He was he was a, he was a very quality, very good quality. So, so Donald Lee, they had another. So they had pieces early in the career. What's really hurt is they haven't continued to do that because let's put let's let's relate it to Drew Brees. Okay. We know Drew Brees is retired. He's older. Oh, he's he has leaving. severely diminished. In, in the play, I would definitely take Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees at this point. Another, I know he's younger. Yep. But look at the people that the Saints continuously do. I mean, they had a trend. Tra- tra- and they add. And they they, they, they could have drafted more. Jordan Love. I know they had Taysom Hill. They 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 brought in Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, they just brought in Jameis Winston. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders. They already have a great receiver. They have a solid receiving core alongside Michael Thomas. Guess what? Let's go get our quarterback more weapons so he could go win a Super Bowl. That's my whole point about this. And I think the biggest is thing is they dra- they moved up and they drafted him in the first round. Let me see that. Let me say this: the Colts. They just got to have Phillip Rivers. What do they do? Their first two picks in the NFL draft. They go get a big play receiver, Michael Pittman Jr., and then they go get a running back. Even though they didn't need one because they have Marlon Mack, guess what they go do? They go get another running back, one of maybe the best in this draft class. What do the Denver Broncos do? They got a young quarterback. They surround him with Jared Judy, who may be the number one receiver. They go get KJ Hamler, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. Oh, and Cortland Sutton. That's, that's a young, that's that's a young, young core. Okay. And look at the Buccaneers. They go get Brady. So what do they do? They already have the weapons. They just add more to it. Why does Green Bay, and I, and I know you say, oh, well, it, there's no player big. I get that. But why don't you want to help your team? This is not the best direction for the Green Bay Packers. Now, maybe three or four years with drafts, but, but why this go with this This is what some organizations now? do. I know it, that. It, because they did this before. They already did this already. It doesn't mean it's and right. It but some, or, some organizations don't worry. Listen, you can have a great player, all right? But sometimes organizations feel, you know what? We know he's great, but we have to think about the future. Teams like, 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 and they had Whitworth on. Andrew yeah. Whitworth. Um, Andrew Whitworth. Andrew, sorry. Yeah. Andrew Whitworth and Colin Cowan. I was listening because I want to hear the player's perspective. And he was like, you know, the Bengals are a perfect team. He goes, we had some really good teams, but they knew that it what they were not going to overinvest in a team for one or two years with the possibility of making a Super Bowl where then that third well, year that's all when you, everything when it, when you don't win the Super Bowl okay. you, now you're now you're at rock but bottom all you they want they want to maintain this this is, they would rather go 97 than possibly having a year where it's 12 and 4 and then 2 and 14 to interject on your point is that you may only had 2 to 3 years with Rodgers. Well, I like the Rodgers to Andy, Steve. That could, that that's, would, an, that's an interest. I mean, Jacob Eason, they did just draft. Hopefully, maybe they're thinking another he could small, be down another the line. Thing, but I like the other one. I like the two other ones. Oakland, uh, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. Because yeah. I don't I don't think we both agree that they're going to move on with Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr after this season. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the long-term that solution. The other one. And the other one? Let's see what happens in... Um, I was, trying, I was, so, drawing, okay. I was thinking New England, maybe. 
But I, but I don't know if they would go an older that's guy. All I'm, that's all I'm trying to say well, is who, that you said two to three years that they maybe have. Yeah, that's all they may have with Aaron Rodgers. Because right now, you can't move him until at least past 2021 because you'll be in dead a lot of dead money. 50, $51 million in dead money if they try to trade him. So they have to wait at least until 2021 after the 2021 would you, season. And I know and I just stuttered and I couldn't think of a team, but could you think of – Teams that you think where Rodgers would be a good fit? I mean, New England. He, well, he'd, I think, I he'd think be a good fit anywhere, but where do you think realistically? New, New England with um, Bill yeah, I, think I don't think they, want, would, I don't, they don't I, want an older guy. I think that would be intriguing. I think it's a perfect um, example why you can't say that because a t- a t- Tom Brady just got let go, and they don't want an older guy. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Call me crazy. Don't care. Just Why it, Dallas? Because, as, and I, I'll bring this back, and I'll come back like I said last week. If the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott can't win or even get to an NFC Championship game, then Dak Prescott shouldn't be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys after this season. I mean, look look at their draft. The Dallas Cowboys hit on, on picks that some guys were falling that could have been a higher second or third round pick. The center, Tyler Bedazzi, from Wisconsin. I mean, that guy was a projected first round pick. He fell all the way down. That could be a steal. Galmore from Oklahoma, Trayvon Diggs, and then CeeDee Lamb in the first round. All guys that fell that could have been higher than or went lower than they expected. To see that, if you can't win with that draft class, I'm sorry, but Dak Prescott needs to go. And I've been pretty adamant, and I'm going to stay on that route. I, I'm not changing my, my direction on this. Aaron Rodgers, down the line, maybe a year or two from now, if Packers continuously be like a 10-6, and 11-5, but don't compete for a Super Bowl, then guess what? He's going to want ultimately out. It's just, a, it's just a factor of when it's going to be. He's going to not become a Packer for life. I don't know if I don't, Dallas would be very intriguing. Here's the other thing: because he owns Dallas and Mike McCarthy is the head coach. Aaron Rodgers said last season that he doesn't want to play long term, like Brady and Breeze and all these guys. So I could see in two years him just saying, "You know what? I'm done. I'm walking away and just retire." You think he wants to get at least one more under his belt if he can't I think he get wants. To, I think he wants to get it in Green Bay. I don't think. I, but Green Bay doesn't. Yeah, I know that. Green but Bay's, he's going to be there for two years in Green Bay. That's why I think this is like a break. This is a whole so, New England thing so, all over again. So it's the next two years he's in Green Bay, and then I think he just retires. I don't see him because he has mentioned. I don't see him being the Tom Brady and Drew Brees where he's playing at 42, 43 years old. I don't. Well, he has. He's stated, already said he doesn't want to. He has stated it before, which is intriguing that he doesn't want to play that late. So that's why I'm saying you have a two to three year window maybe left with Green with the Rodgers and Packers connection. If he decides to go somewhere else, they have to trade him, and then Jordan loves time. But in general, just to see how this has all transpired, I mean, this is a team that was 60 minutes away from a Super Bowl appearance, and now we're talking about them thinking future when they should be thinking about now. This is a team. Yeah, everybody wants to think about the future. I get that, but this is all about a team now and thinking. And secondly, should be future. That's what the, that's where they're getting it wrong here. They should be thinking now instead of future. Instead, they're thinking are you, are you future instead that, but, of now. Yeah, but you didn't say that when it was the New York Giants, though. So you're kind of hypocritical because you were you were always against. Oh, don't get rid of you. I you I still and I was wrong and I can and I could say so I was wrong. The Packers that. are in the right. Aaron Rodgers is, was better. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Elmanet at his point at his time. Yeah, but 30, the Packers are thinking about future. They're not thinking about now. 
Eli was done, Matt, and I said that. Eli was done. The Giants were bad. This was a team that was just... You in didn't the, say that yeah, two years ago. When we just, were doing the show two years ago, you did not that say... That was two years you ago. You did not every, say Eli was I done. Can't, I can't change my mind. Huh? No, because it's hypocritical. You got to stick to the thing. You're either... Go, you change your mind all the time. I'm allowed to. No, oh, yeah, but Trev's not. No, no. That's, how, that's how it is, right? Because one man's bigger than a, a franchise. I guess Ted's also hypocritical on that saying, too. I said they should have moved on from Eli. You said At the no. time, I was wrong because I felt like I was Gettleman. I felt like the Giants could still win with Eli if you put him around the right pieces. I was wrong about that. I had can admit that that I was wrong. And I also but this team, and I just said it. Hold on, this team, I just said is not the Giants because the Giants were a bad team. I thought wrong. This team was just in the NFC Championship game. At least give him an opportunity to win and not cause controversy. I'll, and I'll say this out loud. Steve said if certain players, if Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers was on the Giants, they would have won more games. The same bad team would have won more games without Eli Manning. Swap the quarterbacks, they would have been a better team. They would have been a playoff team. Put I, Eli, I, put e, swap Riv Rodgers and Eli the last two years, and the Giants are probably a nine-win team. Plain and simple. The teams were back with that offense line. I don't know. With, that, with the weapons, he's a better quarterback. With the weapons he he's had, more yeah. athletic, and he's got a quicker release. That's yeah. the difference. Now, if Rodgers does leave. You got to have a team that's willing to take him on, take his whole persona on. Also, give up your future because you're going to have to trade for him. Chicago. And well, that's I mean, Chicago. They they have a they have a they have a big time issue with quarterback because I don't think either quarterback will be give there. Up, give up your in future the next year or two. You have to give up your future and know that when you take a guy like Tam like Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady, that you were going all in for a year or two. Yeah. And. And you're going to give up your future to go all in and win a Super Bowl two years. Now, I tell you, that'd be sticking it to the... Oh, sticking talk, it to about, the talk about a nice inter uh, introduction. But hey, Brett Favre did play for the Minnesota Vikings. So I don't know which rivalry is bigger. Probably Bears-Packers. Because considering that was the 100th anniversary last year to start the season off. But I mean, the Vikings-Packers is a pretty big rivalry too. So for Brett Favre to go on to play for Minnesota, you know, anything is possible. And I don't think we are in the day and age where those old rivalries are different. And that's all I'm trying to say is Team, that... Like, guys, play, guys will play anywhere. Like, Look, listen, ladies and gentlemen. I know that this is... And I'm glad everybody that's tuning in right now. You can check us out on Facebook, Keys to the City, Instagram. All the same. And we are streaming on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Keys evolving. I am evolving. It's right. Steve, Steve, two, years, two years ago, we were beginners. Now we are evolving as a team. And that's what it takes, pa man. Pat Romano says talk about a real team. Patrick who does he? Who does he like? I don't know. I Pat, who do you like? You gotta tell me. Don't tell me you're like a, a Cowboys fan, cause that's not a real team yet. Cause they haven't won junk <laughs> since I was a baby. <laughs> but that's all I'm trying to say is that look, we're in tough times nowadays, and there's a lot of unknown, and we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple months. We don't know if there's gonna be sports, so it's very hard for not just us, keys to the city, but all sports in general. There's not a lot to talk about. There's that, That's what's making the, it. It makes it very tough for people in this field. Do you remember the hypothetical oh, question? I mean, did time. you see this? Gary, I mean, the NHL may be considering a December start. So, I mean, this is just all unknown. We don't know what the next month or two is going to be like, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know if there's going to be football. We don't know if there's going to be baseball or basketball. It's just how we are, and we have to handle these situations. This is tough times for all of us. And thank God for the NFL by doing their part and continuously giving us major headlines and ma easy storylines for all of us to discuss. Now, as you see the NFL draft, 
has been changing, is going to something else now, now it all becomes is what's next on the list? What are we going to do? And this is all for sports because college football, another thing. Do we, will we have any, will we have any college football? That's what it comes down to. I was reading an article on Yahoo and uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey was saying, listen, he might not worry about um, other leagues not being able. He'll just have an SEC league. And speaking of baseball, and we would have the great Joseph Aguirre on. It's been a long time since we've had the great Joseph Aguirre on the phone with us. And it's just, we are just talking, Joe, just in general about sports. And the NFL draft was a week ago, and the NFL, do- NFL has done a tremendous job of giving us headlines, storylines to talk about. Now that the NFL draft has kind of passed by, it's still giving us something to talk about. But right now, if you're a sports guy, if you're in this field, it's very tough to talk about any type of sports because we don't know what's going to happen. And I know we're going to talk baseball in a sec, but this is all sports in general. NBA, college football, the NHL just said maybe December. But like I said, we always talk baseball with you. So I want to get into that because it feels like baseball is so up and down. They don't have a, a certain game plan because they, they had the, the Grapefruit League and the Arizona Cactus League, all that plans. Now they're saying different divisions, East, West, and and Central divisions. They're just all over the place, and that's why I think football has done a tremendous job in trying to figure out their game plan, whereas MLB is all over the place, Joe. How do you feel about how Manfred and the rest of MLB is handling this situation? Well, they've botched everything since the, the Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't done anything right, period. Uh, you know, again, over these past few weeks where there's been talk about maybe baseball coming back, the headlines have been dominated by football and NFL draft. Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody's really come out from baseball and talked about it. Uh, there's a lot of speculation. On, uh, you know, we've seen the plans come out, but no one's really – talk much about what it would look like how it would work you know what what player safety would look like whether the players even want to do it or not i mean what what have what are you gonna do if garrett cole's like look you know my wife's about to pop out a baby i'm not playing what do you do if guys don't want to play i mean by law you're protected you don't have to go back to work until you feel safe so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens i mean i got to think baseball's at every opportunity to be talked about and, and they're doing a really poor job of it as per usual. Yeah, I just feel no, I just feel it's like the stepchild because here's the thing, and it's a, and the way I was thinking about this as you were talking forever to explain well, I'm just, Joe I'm just, back on. But I'm, plain and simple, basketball and, and hockey have already had a season, pretty much. They played 89, 90% of their games already. So they've had a season that we've been able to at least enjoy. Yeah. Football is perfect right now because they have the gap. They don't have to worry about anything till August. Mm-hmm. Baseball is the one that's getting hurt the most from this because they didn't get to start anything. And there's a possibility they won't be able to start anything because unlike other sports where football you play in clement weather and hockey and basketball you're inside, baseball can't start a season July 1st and say, all right, we're going to end December 25th. No, that's not possible. Can't play in Yankee Stadium in December 1st. Can't. It's not possible. It's just not possible. So... I don't even know if I have a question, Joe, but it's just more of the sense of what have you gathered from reading everything? Because what I've read is, I read a thing on Yahoo today, MLB owners want the MLB umpires to take a 35% pay cut. They don't want to play a baseball season with no fans all season because they think they won't make any revenue. And the players want to be paid in full, 
but the owners don't want to pay for them because they're not going to be able to make up the revenue that they're losing from no fans in the stands. Well, you know, it's funny. I know you didn't actually ask me a question, but I'm going to respond anyway. Um, to be specific, you know, Hal Steinbrenner, for one, I mean, the Yankees do f- uh, over $4 million a year in sales. You can imagine with $9 beers, how much they do in concessions and merchandise at the stadium. Oh, yeah. They don't want to play in, in front of an empty stadium just because of the revenue that they'll lose and how significant it is. Then you hear some of the other teams, you don't care because how much money are you really pulling in anyway? Uh, that wouldn't be subsidized by the big market teams do you, for the plant. Do you, so, do you think it's baseball just trying to be stubborn because they're trying to get in the 162-game schedule where I just believe that they should just cut it down to a certain level, like almost maybe 100 games because at this point you might as well do that. But I think it's just baseball. Do you consider it being baseball being just stubborn that they want to get the full 162 games in? Well, I mean, listen, I think when it comes to any of these debates, whether it be Houston cheating or steroid or, you know, pick, pick your pick your scandal, uh, it always comes down to the records and the numbers. And, you know, how, how do you determine in free agency in a 100-game season what I'm worth? You know, yeah. I hit 28 home runs in 100 games. That's, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, 28 in 162 games, not as impressive anymore, right? So I, I think from, from the players' union standpoint, you, you got guys like Mookie Betts, who will be free agent next season with a chance to, to cash in. He doesn't want to play a 100-game season. What if he what if he pulls a hammy out a month and he plays 65 games? Yeah. That, that will have a tremendous uh, impact on, on what kind of contract he gets next offseason. What do you think? So, I, I think there, look, there's a lot of motivation for the players' union not to play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. So they're happy. Yeah, I saw that because either way, most of their contracts are guaranteed. And, you know, some guys need the season because, you know, they had previous seasons bad and then this would be their free agent year where they needed like to increase Mookie their Mookie But, Betts but, is, but, but see, I don't think he, see, I don't think he hurts him at all by not playing because I think a lot of contract. people know and you don't risk injury. And that's what it comes down to. If you're going to start hurrying up and playing, because they're not playing 162 games, so let's get that out of the. That's I, that's not I hope that's so. not even an equation, and I don't even know why you think baseball is being stubborn about it because they've never even talked about playing 162 games because it's not realistic. I think they realize 80 to 120 games is realistic. No all-star game. You're going to play straight through. You'll play five days a week. You'll have a couple devil headers in, but if you can get 100 games in if you start by July 1st. I'm not the only one. The question is going to be fans in the stands. That's what it really comes down to, fans in the stands. Well, let me ask you guys a question. Go ahead. You, you love sports, you love the Yankees, you love going to games. Would you guys go to a game if I had free tickets for the first game? That w- that it opened up to fans? Yes. Um, okay, hold on. What, what's the date it opens up? July, say July 1st? Let's say July 1st, they're, they're, the 49,500 will be in attendance. Are we going or not? Yeah, I, yeah I'm going. If we're, if we're all going, yeah, I'm going. I'll wear, I'm I'll going. wear a mask and gloves. 
Swear to God, I'll wear a mask and gloves and I'll go. Um, if I had free tickets and there were good seats and it was a beautiful day. And that would also have to know that the states have also, it wasn't like, okay, the week before we were like, all right, we're everything. Because New, York, New York's tougher because New York has been like the epicenter of getting hit from this, this, this virus. Whereas maybe it's different in Milwaukee or something compared to New York. That's where this is all becoming very difficult for everybody because it's all different in other states. And that's where maybe it's the toughest challenge for baseball to really get started wouldn't you agree oh a hundred percent yeah i mean again i i think when it comes to the you know you're not going to do it if new york is still having major issues yeah absolutely i think you have to have the states first say okay yes we're gonna yes. you know we're gonna be like georgia and i think that's let's look at the bigger picture i think right now we're seeing what george how georgia and florida and california handle these uh somewhat Open, you know, preview openings of the states, you know, small gathers, yeah, starting to, yeah. small things. So if things go well for them, I think that's how other states are going to play I off. Think New but York if things is come, too t- if I things come back, New York is New York, man. It's just so tough. All right. So, so let me explain something else to you guys um, about this virus and about this quarantine and why we're where we are. Uh, and this isn't like some crazy conspiracy theory or anything. <laughs> no, I would never I mean, think. I would not. Never you, not you. You connected with conspiracy? No, not you. No, listen. <laughs> you know the reason. The reason for the quarantine went hand in hand. Well, well, what has been referred to as flattening the curve. Yes, which it's been working somewhat. Make no mistake that you're probably at some point in the next year you're probably going to get COVID nineteen, and. You, you may be asymptomatic, you may, you may contact it, not even have any effects. Yeah. You may have a mild cold, you might get really sick. You've got about a 2% chance of dying from it. The reason for the quarantine is and has been, and this is why you're starting to see some of these states opening up, and I know people are, are being critical of it, but the, the quarantine was meant to not overwhelm the healthcare system. And now that we've been able to sort of flatten the curve out a little bit, you know, uh, and not that we've seen the 14 days we need to reopen necessarily, but we're getting closer to that. The idea is to slowly work people up, healthy, healthy young people, get them out there uh, with the idea that, again, you're going to get it. It's not going to kill either one of you guys. Um, you're young, you're healthy, you're going to be fine. We're still going to have to keep mom and dad and grandma locked up for now. Um, again, until, until what's called herd immunity. But eventually... Most of the population is going to get COVID. Uh, and again, it'll affect everybody differently. But the idea, again, was to come out in droves slowly so that you don't overwhelm your healthcare system. So now that they've got a beat on it, you know, I, I think June 1st to really start opening things up, even here in Connecticut, do you, I think it's a possibility. Do you think New York will be the domino effect for baseball to really get going? Once New York kind of like you start to see an opening? Do you think that maybe oh, yeah. because I think everybody I think New York I think we're all just waiting for like New York to make a move. Well, well they said last night that one third of all the deaths have come from the tri-state area, or if not more, yeah. Um, yeah. from Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York. Almost one third, if not more, were from the New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut area because you're a highly populated area. I mean, that's what I'm trying 16, to say. 16,000 people have already died from this virus. I feel like we're waiting just for New York almost, and this is for sports that maybe once New York opens up, then this is okay. Looks like we're we're good to go. And I think sports is going to play a major role in getting this country back together because that is why, partially, and I know this is not politics, it's a sports show, but Trump has met with all the commissioners about. 
multiple you know, times about multiple this. times about trying to figure out how we can work everything together, how we can do this, you know, together. Because once sports comes back, you get football back, you get basketball contact or sports that you're playing contact sports, and once they see that, then maybe they're going to start opening these businesses up. So I think once you could see that happening, sports is, I mean, maybe it's just sports in general that's the domino effect and waiting of what we could go back to almost a, not a not a normal life but a life better than what we are currently slaving. I will say this, I have found myself saying there is going to be no baseball there. So people I think people need I Joe, what's your chance I think, of that? I what's think there'll be I that, think there'll Joe? be football. What's your, I don't think there'll be baseball Joe, because you're going to have to start hold on, you're going to have to start a season where football can say okay, we can start because they've already made this um you know, schedules were like, all right, we're going to start October 15th and we'll go and we'll end the Super Bowl. See, because they have a game plan, which is great. The baseball does not have all over the place. But you can't have a game plan because you can't play in December. You can't play in November. And you're not going to play a 60-game season. It's not worth it. Joe, what do you think percentage-wise baseball plays in 2020? Look, to me, it all depends on the players' union. Again, I would suspect, I mean, baseball has had some ideas and some plans. It's it's the Players' union has to approve it. Yeah, and, and you know you're, you're talking about you know 650 plus guys, uh, and every single guy basically has to agree on that, and that's going to be extremely hard. Getting 30 owners to agree is one thing. Getting 650 individuals from across the world to agree on something is going to be very tough. So I I, 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 I don't fault yeah. Major League Baseball 100 percent because. Again, there's been some ideas out there. I suspect they've been leaked to the media so that you know that Major League Baseball is doing something and is trying to come up with a plan. But I think you're really going to run into problems with the Players Union. I think until you really get the, the go-ahead uh, you know, from the federal government, I don't, I don't think you're going to see this happening. I like that Trump's been reaching out. I, you know, I think he understands the importance of sports in America. Yes. Um, you know, I, I'll make a political statement, but in a positive way, you know, uh, there's been a lot of fact for some of the stupid things he said. And, and again, sometimes he doesn't say the right things or they come out the right way. 100% agree. And uh, sometimes these things just disappear and people kind of laughed at him like that was stupid mm-hmm. because he said it out of contact. Yeah. What he was referring to was 2012, the SARS virus suddenly disappeared off the face of the earth, never to be seen again. So, you know, listen, the guys in meetings, we've got experts, and sometimes he comes up there and does say some ridiculous things, but it's not being floated. I think he walks away. He's trying to be optimistic. I get it. Um, you know, we all have the same goal is to get back out there safely, uh, to, to be able to yeah. get back to whatever normal life is or is going to be going forward. And then again, hopefully getting some sports in our life, whether that's with or without fans. Again, I think the owners want fans. I think the players are more concerned about safety. I'm for sports with no fans. I mean, if there has to be sports, if there's sports with no fans, I'm for it. I have no issue with it. I really don't. Well, a lot of people, I mean, I just want sports back. I don't care. We've talked about this anyways in general on the show for the last year. People are not going to games as much as they used to anyways because the value of watching the game on your 65-inch high-definition being on your own couch, using your own restroom, cooking your own food is a hell of a lot easier than like got to get up, drive an hour and a half, make food, pay ten dollars a beer, train. sit in a seat, train. You know what I mean? The All whole the, mo- the yeah. whole process. It's a longer yeah, day. Listen, 
if you're the Yankees and the Blue Jays and the Red Sox and you're pulling three and a half to, to four and a half million fans a year, that's a significant oh. amount of money. Oh yeah, of course. That's why the owners don't want. That's but why don't tell owners... me that. Don't tell me they don't make any money. And, and I know you're agreeing. No, no, listen, I'm telling you though. I mean, do you think the San Diego Padres are concerned about the money they're pulling in from 1.8 in, in sales? No. You know, again, they're going to be fine. But uh, if you're a team like the Yankees, that is a significant amount of revenue. Yep. Oh like yeah, that's, yep. that's paying some serious bills. Whereas some of these other teams, it's it's less impactful. Plus so the playoffs. Plus the playoffs. You earlier, you you need New York to be up and running yes. before you're going to be able to have baseball, especially yes. because you also have yep. another team in New York being the Mets. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. That, that, that to me, if New York opens up, that's the domino effect for baseball possibly playing in twenty. And that's why I don't see baseball happening. Where basketball, too late. basketball, they already said they can go to uh, Disneyland in California, where there's a huge resort in California. Yeah, in California, a huge resort where the arenas. I don't know if you saw it, where they can put all the players right there and play right there. So, so it's a lot easier to do it that way than have to worry about all these baseball teams when there was no season. You could say, listen, we're going to start basketball right now. It's going to be the playoffs. We're going to go a month and a half, boom. And we could start July or August because basketball did doesn't you, care. Did you like Baseball any- can't do it because there's too much, too many games and too late to yeah. start it because you can't what, what are you going to do you're going to play oh well the Yankees are going to play in Tampa in December at Tropicana Field really well that's why that's, that's what, the, you, that's what you, the Yankees are going to do they're going to play the World Series in Tropicana Field Joe, did you like the proposed uh, Cactus League Grapefruit League first and then now with this new uh, possible realignment divisional realignment did you like any of the oh, propositions you know, that I they hate, came up with I absolutely hate it I don't I mean I don't want any sort of bastardized version of baseball I'm not I, I want the real thing, or I want nothing. And so you're fi- so you're fine with waiting until 2021. Listen, it- I joined a baseball simulation league for twenty five dollars, and um, I'm actually watching the games the computer plays for me. So I mean, believe me, I miss baseball as much as anybody. You know, you you got to do things right. I, 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 if you're going to do it again, I mean, I would rather them play a, a season that starts on July 1st and and runs through around Thanksgiving. I think you could get away with that. Um, you know, the way the way winter's been with climate change, thankfully, uh, we've had actually later winters. Yeah. So could conceivably play, you know, until around Thanksgiving, uh, and and maybe get in a hundred games or so. But again, you know. The, the, the strike shortened season, the the abbreviated '95 season, you know those those you're, you're talking about ruining statistics and baseball cards. I, I, that's when I start getting grossed out. I don't want to see that. I certainly don't want to see the Yankees in a division with the with the with the Mets uh, and the Phillies. That's ridiculous. Again, the, the imbalance with the small market teams in the Central Division. Hey, that's a joke. You know, there there are some putrid teams. There, there's about four or five god awful teams in the Central Division. You know, the, the Yankees are basically going to be, other than Baltimore, every team in that division has big time talent. Well, that's the, it's like the ninety five corridor, the Central, the Central, and then you got the Pacific West Coast. Yeah. So, so I got the East. It's, it's Baltimore, Boston, uh, Pittsburgh, Miami, Mets, Yanks. Phillies, Tampa Bay, or um, Blue Jays, and Nationals. I see, I see. I love that. And then the see, West, I like that division. The West is the. Uh, it's kind of like the old days, Joe, where you just had two conferences, sixteen teams, and rock and roll. You know what I mean? The only thing I don't get is the Braves being in the Central, but other than that, it seems pretty good to me. I wouldn't. I mean, if 
Why are the Braves in the Central? I don't know. Well, but we, that, I don't know. Well, because they're, I don't they're know. Closer, they should be in the they're East. They're closer. To, no, they shouldn't be. Yes, they should. Pittsburgh's closer to the East. Marlins are closer to the East. Mets, Washington Nationals, Bullies, Blue Jays. They all make sense. To the they East. should. They should be in the. Atlanta East. makes sense a little bit in the Central. In the Central. The East. The Central's the. Dude, you got to balance the divisions out. You got to balance the divisions. Atlanta's more East than Philly. I mean, what? No. Yeah. Don't look at a map. Philadelphia's right in the eastern border. It's right down the 95 corridor. Are you now kidding me? Now we're getting geographical bro, on the show. It, 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 it <laughs> now, we, now we're getting geographical. Oh, yeah, show. you got to come around the bend of Florida and, wow, hit, and turn about, to the left. We're talking about I-95, I-91, and keys to the city today. Dude, you know there's, uh, you know there's beaches in Georgia, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's on the coast, dude. It is. It's on the coast. All right, I'm wrong. It is slightly left up, but I mean, not oh, by much. Are you looking at the map right now? I just pulled up. My daughter just pulled up a map because she hears me here squawking. It's it's definitely uh, more left than Philly. <laughs> yeah, that's for certain. Joe, yeah. so, but I I I I, know, I mean either way, I think yeah, it would. I, still, I think I'm it would saying, be interesting, I, Joe. I think, I think it would. The old ways. I've kind of gotten rid of the old like. Because I feel like baseball's so damn, and we've talked about it because you're so traditional. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, just change it up. I mean, think about it. If the Yankees, Mets, Phillies, Nationals, and, and just those Why? teams right there. Joe, you should be excited. The Yankees could beat up on the Mets all the time. It would bring more intrigue. I think it would make interesting more f- the fans. I mean, think about it. Instead of just the Yankees playing two games in the Yankee Stadium and two games in City Field, they'd be like, all right, Yankees and Mets are going to play 16 times. I mean, that would be more intrigue. Yankees and Nationals, Yankee, New York and Philly. I mean, it almost, I don't know. I, think, I, I feel like it would be more intrigue. It would be cool, but baseball needs to figure out something. If I mean, they should at least in the next, with the next couple of weeks, they got to figure out if they're going to have a baseball season or not, plain and simple. I mean, they can't keep, doing, they can't keep going I'll with all honest. this. You guys, you guys kind of sold me on the idea now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I actually kind of like it, but it, if you're going to do that, then you're going to have to keep that. They'd have to keep that for a couple seasons. Yeah, they can't just do a one-year thing. I would, I, no, and the only reason why I'm saying that, Joe, is because baseball needs a storyline. It, it needs a spark. Well, and it, it needs a spark. I just said that. And at least saying the Yankees-Mets are going to play 16 times and the Yankees-Phillies are going to play. So you're going to see Harper at Yankee Stadium. Yes. And then you're going to have the former champions, the Nationals, with Scherzer be, and yes. those guys against that the Yankees. Intrigue. And think about who's the coach for the Phillies now, Joe. I, I, and I know yeah. that I Joe know. Girardi. I think it has the same so name you, as you. So you, you know what I mean? You start adding that intrigue, and then Boston and Philly. I mean, And you still get some East Coast teams. You still have the Marlins. So you still have the Rays. So you still have the crappy teams. But, you know, we've seen those teams do well. I mean, the, we knock on the Tampa Bay Rays, but they have played great baseball and won divisions and, won, and been to the wild card. So it will be competitive. Yeah. And, and then you've got the Pirates. I, I think the Pirates would be a funny, interesting team. I think the Central, as much as there's bad teams, you still have the Cubs, you still have the Cardinals, you still have the Brewers. So, to say the least, uh, they wait, just... Wait, so they, did they toss us Pittsburgh and take Atlanta? Yes. Yeah, so, and that's what somebody said. They should switch out Pittsburgh and Atlanta. Yeah, they put Pittsburgh and they, they put Atlanta in Central. So they, sw- so they gave us Pittsburgh. It's ridiculous. That's all I'm trying to say. Baseball needs to have it needs to have a plan. 
But I think it. But I think they threw Pittsburgh because you got to think of travel. And and if there was a sense of a bus ride, it's a lot easier from New York to go to Pittsburgh than New York to go to Atlanta or Philly go to Pittsburgh. That's all I'm trying to say. They got to figure out a plan because right now. I don't know. Right now, we don't know if there's going to be any baseball. It would at least add intrigue to the baseball season if, it, if for anything, one season, Joe. You know what I mean? Because yeah, because we've been talking quick. about it. Just give me something new for baseball. Give me anything, brother. You know what I mean? And I do like what Steve says. Yeah. Let's put the DH in both leagues. Enough with the uh, the pitchers got to hit. No one wants. I don't want to see Garrett Cole in a National League game hitting. Sorry. I don't want to see it. I just right, no, I don't want I don't want to see my yeah. thirty five million dollar quarterback like we saw Ching Ming Wong against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Huh? Remember? He run down first baseline and there's his Achilles and that was the end of his career. So I don't need to worry about Garrett Cole hitting getting his hand hit by a fastball. Well, is isn't that the reason why your quarterback isn't also your holder on kicks? Exactly, the backup quarterback is. Yep. Seems like a really stupid thing to lose your quarterback on. That's it. Uh, I'm sorry, but and then you can also in the NL prolong guys' careers, and you don't have to worry about losing them to the AL because they could be a DH. <laughs> well, listen again. I think right for the guys that can hit a little bit. I mean, you're welcome to hit for yourself if you want to. <laughs> I mean, if you're good enough. No thanks. Joe, they got to call you up. They got to get Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, uh, I appreciate you calling in, bro. I hope uh, you and the family stay safe, as always. Yeah, man, you guys too. Great talking to you. And, uh, we'll Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, See ya. That was the Joseph Aguirre talking some baseball. Well, we'll see what well, happens. It was more than just baseball. We'll, we'll talk about in general, general because we haven't had him on in over over a month. I have, We haven't had a Keys in the City in over a month, which is surprising. But that's how it's been. We don't know if there's going to be sports. We don't know if there's going to be baseball or basketball right now. All I know is baseball got to figure out a plan going forward because all these left and ter- left and right, they, they're all over the place. They don't know what the hell they want to do. They got to figure it out. But like I said, Joseph Aguirre, thank you for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be signing off. I hope everybody has a beautiful weekend. Stay safe, as always. We are Keys to the City. We're streaming on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube as well. You can follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Keys to the City. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness. In the making, double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday.